a look at 80s music from Orange County, California. Music that came from here and music that came to here. Join me, your host, Doug Crandall, every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Good evening and welcome to Behind the Orange Curtain. My name is Doug Crandall and I'm happy to be with you this evening. Behind the Orange Curtain explores music that came from here, Orange County, to influence the rest of the world. And music that made it here, to Orange County, from around the world to influence those of us who lived here in the 80s. Tonight's show is about the Paisley Underground. It's a musical genre that originated from California. It was particularly popular in Los Angeles, reaching its peak in the mid-1980s. Paisley underground bands incorporated psychedelia, rich vocal harmonies, and guitar interplay, owing a particular debt to the 1960s groups, such as Love and The Birds, and more generally referencing a wide range of pop and garage rock revival. The term Paisley Underground originated in late 1982 and took root with the comments made by Michael Quershow of the band The Three O'Clock during an interview with LA Weekly, an alternative newspaper. The phrase later came to be hated by the bands it described, but they acknowledged that it was both harmless and helpful to have a banner over the movement. Although only one band would really achieve mainstream superstardom, these bands and the movement would impact many artists, including the artist formerly known as Prince. So much so that he named his record label Paisley Park Records. He signed two of the bands to his label and actually wrote a song for one of the bands that became number two on the US charts. That song was Manic Monday, performed by the Bangles. Now let's pull back the curtain and dig into the short-lived but influential music known as the Paisley Underground. The first band of the evening is from the gentleman who coined the phrase the Paisley Underground. Michael Quershow's first band, Salvation Army, was founded in 1981. The original lineup, which included Quershow on lead vocals and bass, released a single, Mind Gardens, and a single, Happen Happened. At this juncture... Quershow, then billed as Ricky Start, the Salvation Army played mildly psychedelic pop-influenced tunes with a decidedly punk-like energy, bridging the punk scene of the 1980s and the melodic 1960s revivalist sounds that defined the U.S. mod revivalist movement. So let's kick off the show with Mind Gardens by Salvation Army. Where the garden 
Salvation Army. Now let's hear the flip side. Happen, happened. Doris stays, stays home and washes dishes one by one. Always one by one. Her medication keeps her alive. Lets her survive. It keeps her alive. She took the purple tablet. Television to remind Leave your past behind Nobody wants her Nobody cares That story stay Tries to hide the red Took purple tablets by mistake It was the yellow one she meant to take Now Dory Nobody cares, I store a stay. 
Quersha reverted to his real name. By the summer of 1982, legal problems with the actual Salvation Army forced the band to change their name. The band's new name? The Three O'Clock. The name came from the same time they practiced every single day. Off the album 16 Tambourines, here is the song with a cantaloupe girlfriend by the Three O'Clock.
next song would be their biggest hit. It gained airplay in Southern California, notably on the influential L.A. station K-Rock. This song was also from the album 16 Tambourines and became a national college radio hit. Here is Jet Fighter by The Three O'Clock. Attending the University of California, Davis, Steve Wynn and Kendra Smith played together in a band called The Suspects. Regarded as the first new wave influence band in the Davis, California music scene. 
On February 23, 1982, he would form the band The Dream Syndicate, and they would perform their first show at Club Lingerie in Hollywood. A four-song EP was recorded, and the band quickly achieved local attention for its often aggressively long, feedback-soaked improvisations. Here is Tell Me When It's Over by The Dream Syndicate. Times said that the Dream Syndicate rocked with the highest degree of unbridled passion and conviction. 
Though never commercially successful, the band met with considerable acclaim, especially for its songwriting and guitar playing. This is That's What You Always Say by The Dream Syndicate. Buffalo, New York, he wrote his first song, Stay Away, in 1965, at the age of 11. Case dropped out of high school when he was 15. He would later earn his GED, and after several years of traveling, arrived in 1973 in San Francisco, where he performed as a street musician. He met some friends and formed a band called The Nerves. The song is, When You Find Out, the band The Nerves. Thank you. 
on January 1st, 1977, and played and promoted some of the first punk-era shows in that city, performing at The Mask and the Whiskey-A-Go-Go, among other venues. They toured nationally in 1977, the first independent band of their era to do a national tour, as they opened shows for the Ramones and Mink DeVille, and performed on co-bills with the Nuns and Devo. The Nerve song, Hanging on the Telephone, was originally written and performed in 1976. Blondie would later cover that single in 1978 to make it a smash hit. Here is The Nerves, the original, hanging on the telephone. I'm in the phone with this one across the hall.
the nerves broke up in 1978, and Case formed the rock and roll band The Plimsolls in 1979. The Plimsolls became one of the top-drawing live bands in California soon after the release of their debut EP, Zero Hour, on Beat Records. They grew in popularity and had two major label albums, the first on Planet or Electra in 1981, and the next on Geffen Records in 1983. Here is Zero Hour by the Plimsolls. Away was released as a 12-inch single and became the band's signature song. It was a radio hit in California and some other regions in the U.S. It eventually charted at number 79 on the Billboard Hot 100. Their songs, A Million Miles Away, The Oldest Story in the World, and Everywhere at Once, were included in the movie Valley Girl in 1983. But by the time that the movie had become a cult favorite, the group had already broken up. Here is A Million Miles Away by the Plimsolls. Friday night, I just got back, I had my eyes shut. Was dreaming about the place. 
The next band was originally called The Sidewalks. The band was founded in Minnesota by college roommates Matt Piucci and David Roback in 1981 while they were attending college. David's brother Stephen Roback joined the band shortly thereafter. Dave and Stephen had been in a band called The Unconscious with their neighbor Susanna Hoffs, pre the Bangles back in LA. Here is The Rain Parade. This can't be today.
1983, the Rain Parade released their debut album, Emergency Third Rail Power Trip, on the Enigma label. Critic Jim DeRugatis would later write in his book, Turn On Your Mind, Four Decades of Great Psychedelic Rock, published in 2003, that Emergency Third Rail Power Trip is not only the best album of the Paisley Underground bands, it ranks with the best psychedelic rock efforts from any era, with uplifting melodies offset by themes that were dark and introspective. Here is I Look Around by The Rain Parade. to a band that began in late 1982 as also part of the Paisley Underground era in Hollywood's alternative rock scene. Most of the members came from the West Side and Beach Cities area of Los Angeles County and Orange County. Here is In and Out of My Life in a Day by the Pandoras. (laughs) 
1984, the Pandora split into two factions. Pierce, the singer and guitarist, decided to continue as the Pandoras and recruit three new members. Before Pierce could form a band, the other members played a show as the Pandoras, with other temporary fill-in musicians, notably Michael Quare's show of the Three O'Clock on lead vocals and guitar. The resulting dispute over Pandora's name was discussed on KROQ on Rodney Bingenheimer's show, as well as local music zines such as BAM, Music Connection, and the LA Weekly. Here is That's Your Way Out by the Pandoras. about the queens of the Paisley Underground. Susanna Hoffs and sisters Vicky and Debbie Peterson each had been in bands before coming together in Los Angeles in December 1980. The impetus was two classified advertisements in the weekly paper The Recycler. One was placed by Susanna Hoffs and the other was placed by the Petersons. When Hoffs called in response to the ad, Vicky Peterson answered the phone and in their conversation they discovered they had a great deal of common interests. 
and Hoffs then formed a band with the Petersons, and they first performed as a band called The Colors. Shortly afterward, the group renamed themselves The Bangs in 1981. They recorded and released a single called Getting Out of Hand with Call On Me on the B-side. The Bangs were signed to Faulty Products, a label formed by Miles Copeland, the brother of Stuart Copeland from The Police. Here is Call On Me by The Bangs. personally handed a copy of the single to the radio DJ Rodney Bingenheimer, pleading for the song to be aired on his radio show, Rodney on the Rock. In December of 1981, Bingenheimer started playing the single, resulting in an increase in audience on the band's live shows. Here's Getting Out of Hand by The Bangs. Walking with her. 
the popularity that they were gaining from the Rodney on the Rock show, these girls would later contribute an instrumental song. This song was on the Rodney on the Rock Volume 3 compilation, issued in 1982. I personally love this song because most people would never guess that these were the girls who would later sing Walk Like an Egyptian. Here's Bitchin' Summer by the Bangles. Also in 1982, they would release a single called The Real World. At the last minute, they discovered that another band had registered the Bang's name, and they would not let them use it without payment. So they added the letters L-E-S to the end to become The Bangles. Here is The Real World by The Bangles. Yesterday, now I'm sure. So 
song is my favorite song by the bangles i played this over and over in my room staring at these beautiful girls whose vinyl rocked my world here is i want you by the bangles show for Crandall's Crucial Cut. This week's Crucial Cut is a definite change of pace and is an American rockabilly band fronted by Jimmy Haddox. 
emerging from the punk rock scene in Southern California during the 1980s, their first live show was to a sold-out audience opening up for the Go-Go's. I want to start with this band as I have a personal connection with them. Growing up, my mother had a best friend named Daphne Mack. I would grow up calling her Aunt Daphne, and she was grafted into our family. I remember when she bought me two albums that I really wanted for my 13th birthday. The first was Oingo Boingo's 10-inch Only a Lad album that contained four songs, and the Stray Cats' self-titled album, produced by Dave Edmonds. That night, she told me about her nephew, Troy Mack, who was also a fan of rockabilly and playing in a band called Jimmy and the Mustangs. I would later see Jimmy and the Mustangs with the Blasters at Skateway in Mission Viejo. That summer, Troy would ask me to dance on stage in my full rockabilly attire with a cute unknown rockabilly girl that was also there that evening. So join us next week on Behind the Orange Curtain as we explore the world of rockabilly. Closing out tonight's show is Jimmy and the Mustangs performing Justine. Good night, and until next week, so long. Justine! Adamson. Here. Adler. Here. Anderson. Anderson. Here. Bueller. Bueller. Bueller.
the Orange Curtain, a look at 80s music from Orange County, California. Music that came from here and music that came to here. Join me, your host, Doug Crandall, every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.